You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Tag Team Champs. We are running amok with these uh, podcasts here. We are on our 12th episode. We just started season two since uh, we had a short season one. Um, episode two. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that um, that tag team run that we had last week. And uh, we are on to some good stuff this week, I think. Axeman, how was your vacation? It was good. Nice to see the family, uh, spend time with my folks, and then again with my wife's folks. Uh, Santa was pretty good to me. Got a WrestleMania three lunchbox with uh, Andre and Hulk Hogan on it. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So, uh, going to be rocking that to work. <laughs> no, just kidding. But uh, Put that on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Once you get your man cave, right? That's right. I'm stocking up for the man cave. I might need a man house. Man house, yeah, yeah. I got too much stuff. Too much stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, it was it was good. Well-deserved. Nice to get away. And uh, I guess I'm back for the grind. Hopefully uh, snow is good to us. So what about you? Yeah, you know, my holiday went pretty decent. Uh, that uh, last week, uh, right before New Year's, uh, that was a pretty rough stretch for snow. I mean, we got tons of snow. I know you were down in uh, Illinois there. Um, but, uh, yeah, we... Probably got like 10, 12 inches of snow or something like that um, in that week stretch. So it was it was nasty. Yeah, I mean it would have been nice to get uh, get some snow money from that, but uh, I don't. I'm not upset that I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be upset either. But uh, yeah, quick little thing. Uh, John Huber, aka Brody Lee or Luke Harper, passed away. Uh, right before the end of the year, and uh, just goes to show, 2020 was a rough year for everybody. So, yeah, sending thoughts out to his family and friends and stuff like that. You know, it's uh, it that came kind of like out of nowhere. I know that I guess he was sick um, after that last match that he had with Cody. Yeah, he his uh, I read an article. His wife said something about he had some. I don't know if it's like a lung infection or or what it was, but. I guess um, that last couple weeks of uh, 2020, he was in intensive care. So mm. I think he was only like 40 or 41. 41. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of sad. And he's got two young kids too, so. Yep, negative one. Yeah, the, the new exalted one. The new exalted one, that's right. Um, yeah, it was a non-COVID-related issue, so the stats will probably tell you hat backwards there that it was probably COVID-related. Well, I mean, if they're saying that it's not COVID-related, don't put it in the stats as COVID. Yeah. I know that's what people like to do is put the stats in the wrong category, but not COVID-related, so no worries. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> I guess on a lighter note, that uh, tribute show that AEW did was really good. Um they really highlighted the Dark Order and uh, all those guys, and I fe- felt like everybody had something nice to say about him. He seemed like a pretty genuine guy, so so that's good. AEW did a, lo- a lot more than WWE did, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, that was to be expected, too, since uh, he switched gears. Um, a lot of the WWE guys, they did go out and uh, say some, some good stuff about him, too. Yeah, um, I saw New Day did and stuff, yeah. Yeah, he was a really well-liked guy. Everybody loved him, and um, he's going to be missed by everybody from the gist that uh, I got from it. Um, touched a lot of people, and he was very, very kind and giving. So, yeah. Um, Shout-out to uh, Anna J too. She did uh, her part really good in that that match that she had. She uh, She seemed like she was... She was hurting pretty bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, I guess we'll segue to the the New Year's Smash. New Year's Smash, huh? All right. Yeah. What do you think of this week's Dynamite? This week's Dynamite was uh was pretty interesting. Um, the uh, 
Sting and um, uh, Darby Allen thing is uh, getting more interesting by the by the minute. Um, so that's uh, it's getting interesting there. Um, Cody's got that new show out, Go Big, the Go Big Show or whatever. I watched an episode of that, which there was only one episode, but it showed two episodes, but it was the same show. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's some interesting stuff there. Um, the show was okay. Um, but, uh, what else? Um, yeah. Uh, what did you like? <clears throat> um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. SCU said that they, if they lose again, they're done as a tag team. I know uh, Kazarian and uh, Christopher Daniels has been wrestling for a while now, both of them. They're getting up there in age, so... Yeah, Christopher Daniels is like 50 or something. Yeah, he's... I bet he's close to the same age as Sting. Mmm... You know, no. no? Sting's older. But, um... Yeah, I don't know how many more years they've got left. But... Yeah, probably, probably not many together. But, um... Yeah, no, uh, apparently I saw uh, an article, I don't know how true it is, that Matt, uh, Nick Jackson got injured. He hurt his leg. Um, how serious it is, I don't know, or even if it's true, um, could just be some kind of rumor mill or whatever. But So we'll see how that affects them going forward as tag champs. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that, that goes. Um Interesting uh, side note is that the uh, the invitation to Impact Wrestling coming over to AEW uh, by Tony Khan sent pretty much the Good Brothers over. So oh, yeah. we had a little um, um, Bullet Club reunion there with uh, Kenny and uh, the Good Brothers, and then uh, Nick and Matt came in the ring too, and they threw up the two suite together. So. Interesting stuff there. Yeah, that'll be an um, interesting story going forward, for sure. Um, you know, it seems like uh, a lot of the Bullet Club guys are over there. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Hangman's going to stay with the Dark Order kind of path he's going now, or if uh, he's going to go back into the Bullet Club. Um, but then... Um, on another note, it seemed that uh, I saw, I sent you earlier, uh, Marty Skrull and ROH have officially parted ways. So, what, what do you think, only a matter of time before he's in AEW? Yeah, just a matter of time. I think uh, he might be the new exalted one. Yeah, you think? He might be a good leader for that, that group. Yeah, I know. I, I know he said that earlier on before Brody Lee came about, but, you know... Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Um, you know, are they going to want to replace him, though? That's a thing, since he passed away. It'd be different if he, like, left or whatever. But. Yeah, um, probably. I mean, he won't be, the, like, the exalted one, but he might become, like, the new leader of the group or something. I'm sure they could probably weasel him into the storyline, like, hey, Brody Lee, like, handpicked me um, at that moment in time where he was like, hey, man, I need you to come in and and lead the group. Yeah. Yeah, so. it'll be interesting. And if Hangman's in there, that'll make it better. Um, yeah, that, they, those two would have some good chemistry, I think, uh, running the group. Um, I don't see Hangman getting back in with Kenny or anything like that. I think Hang, Hangman needs to go, like... His own way. His own way, and I think he needs to um, kind of be a heel, I think. Yeah, I think he'd be a good heel. Um, I don't think he's ever really been a heel unless you consider the Bullet Club heels. I mean, they are, but they aren't. Yeah. They're like uh, anti-heroes, kind of. Right, right. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, no, it'll be interesting. Because um, then, uh, I know you sent me that video, um, and this couldn't possibly not even mean anything, but it seemed like Adam Cole was there at that kind of get together they had with the AEW guys and I know he's dating Britt Baker and it was on her Twitter but you know I know he probably knew Brody from WWE days and stuff 
But that's interesting that he's hanging out with them. Uh, it'd be interesting to see him if he's going to switch over. Because I don't think he's really been on TV much. It seems like if if he is, he's kind of in the background because Kyle O'Reilly's kind of... Taking the spotlight? Yeah. Not to, not to say anything that that's bad or anything, but it seems like the Undisputed Era is kind of starting to slowly go their own ways. Yeah. You know, Bobby Fisher's up there in age, too. Um, yeah, I think he's like late 30s. No... O'Reilly's like 40. You mean fit Bobby Fish? Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Uh, O'Reilly, he's like maybe 30-ish. Yeah, because I know he's Adam Cole's like 30 or 31. Yeah. So. Um, side note on Roddy Strong. He is, uh, I think he's from Eau Claire. So yeah. He's not from Milwaukee. Well. He's got Wisconsin roots, though. Close enough. <laughs> close enough. Um, He's an honor, honorary Milwaukee guy. Honorary Milwaukee guy. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, like me, right? Right, right. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it would be interesting to see that uh, Bullet Club dynamic go together in, in the next couple of weeks and stuff and whatnot. But it would be interesting to see, because um, the Good Brothers are Impact champs, right? Yes. So you got, they're Impact champs, the Bucks are... AEW champs, and then you got Kenny's the AEW. The leader is the AEW champ, and he's Triple A champ. Yep. Um. So yeah, it'll be interesting. And then if they keep going on with that partnership, if they make that partnership with New Japan, what the other Bullet Club guys are gonna do? Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know if they would go back to the Bullet Club because um, they parted ways right before they left New Japan and they did the whole elite thing. So they could uh, just uh, keep it like an elite thing or something like that. Yeah, because um, the Good Brothers were never in the elite. No, they were. they transferred over to WWE. Right. Before they started the elite. So, um, yeah, maybe it'll be like... A but Cody's technically in the elite. You know, so they yeah. got to figure out a way. But he hasn't. But Cody, really... Cody's got his own thing going on. Yeah, I guess so. so. But yeah, it, I think it'd be interesting because they're, to me, they're always going to be Bullet Club guys. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they do have that working relationship with New Japan to see the current Bullet Club guys kind of hash it out with, you know, basically the elite. Now, because it's pretty much old Bullet Club versus current Bullet Club, then so it'll be interesting. I think that would be a good storyline. Yeah, definitely could be. I mean, uh, we'll see where Impact goes as far as uh, more talent coming over, maybe. Yeah. And um, maybe more AEW talent coming over to um, the Impact. Yeah. Impact. So the partnership there. I mean, I think. I mean, it's a good thing we have. We already talked about it before. We touch base. So. Um, it'll be really interesting to see. So, and uh, it would be interesting to see like maybe Sue Young come in and just destroy Abaddon. Yeah. Or Abaddon going over to Impact and Sue Young just destroying her, because she's total knockoff of Sue Young almost. Yeah, I see where they're the same. They're a little different, but I see the similarities too. Um, you know you. I feel like a lot of them, a lot of wrestlers get inspirations from somebody else, you know, a little bit anyways. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're kind of close. They're like that undead kind of character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I think that would be a good match. Um, yeah, I think AEW, the only thing that's really holding them back is their women's division. I think they got a lot of up-and-coming, you know, Britt Baker's up-and-coming, Penelope Ford, Hikaru Shida, um... But I, th- you know, but I think having somebody like Thunder Rosa or, you know, maybe get Sue Young in there, Deanna Perrazzo, um, Taya Valkyrie, you know, some of those, I think that'd really uh, up the women's division in AEW. I don't think they're ever going to touch WWE's women division, but I think they can give them a run for their money if they get, you know, some some of these people with less experience, more experience, and then bring in some other top stars. Yeah, I mean, 
the WWE uh, women are just so polished, and, and that's the that's the bad thing. I think um, if AEW kind of does like the same kind of training method with uh, AEW's training facility now that they're starting up. Yeah, like Cody wrote the nightmare thing. Yeah. Yeah. So if they polish up everybody like in the WWE system almost like that. Um, I think the women's division, yeah, it would have a chance if they, they got to get more polished. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast, I guess, with um, bringing people up from the Indies and not putting them through, like, a proper system and whatnot, like, TV training and all that stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. But, you know, you also got to hand it to some of those Girls, though, too, you know, Britt Baker, what, she's been in the business for less than 10 years? Oh, yeah. And she's, in my mind, one of the best women in that AEW women's division. Oh, for sure. I mean, they do have a lot of good talent. And I think Brandy, um, oh, dang it, I owe everybody a beer. <laughs> Phone's going off. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so I think that uh, um, uh, I lost my train of thought since my phone went off. Oh, yeah, you were talking about uh, putting them through like a training regimen. Yeah, if they would just go through the training regimen and uh, just get them more polished. I mean, uh, Sports Illustrated nominated Sasha Banks as top wrestler. Of 2020, of 2020, yeah. 2020. And you know what? I would probably agree with that. I mean, she had a lot of fire coming after her when um, she did that feud with Bailey and whatnot. So, Yeah, that was probably, uh, I think in my opinion, one of the best feuds of the year. That was a good one. It was exciting. Yeah. Um, those two work really well together. Oh, they, they, they work well. They've always had worked well. Yeah. So they got really good chemistry between the two of them. They probably don't even have to communicate in the ring, and they know what they're doing. Probably, So, yeah. And that's what makes, you know, usually when you're friends with somebody, that's what makes your matches good. So. Right. Yep. So, yeah, so, no, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how long they run with her as champ. Yeah. Yeah, only time will tell there. Um, I would like to uh, <laughs> to say that MJF, he's still a piece of garbage, I think. Um, he didn't really have anything good to say w about Brody Lee. I mean, he stayed in character the whole time, I think, uh, on wow. social media. And I'm glad uh, Negative One gave him the old Kendo shot. Yeah, Negative One, shout out to him. Gave him hit him in the head with the Kendo stick and... Uh, lit him up, so, um, I think, uh, if he would have came out and said something, you know, something nice, I mean, he could have came out of character and said something nice about Brody Lee, that's just how I feel, but, I mean, yeah, well, if he wants to stay protected, whatever, stay protected, I mean, you know, that's, that's his prerogative, he wants to look like a jerk. Right, so. and then him going on social media and bashing the kid. I mean, that's, I don't know. Didn't have to use the vulgar language. Yeah, but that's MJF for you. He, yeah. I don't think he really cares. No, he doesn't. I don't think so. He just wears that scarf that Rosie O'Donnell lit for him, and I don't know. Ashley's probably watching him right now as we speak at home without you. Yeah, well... As long as I'm not there, I don't want to see MJF on my TV. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, uh, um, kind of go off more of the episode, uh, obviously Kenny Omega wins. He's not going to lose to Phoenix. No, uh, but it was a good match. Yeah, no, yeah. But, I mean, oh, what do you think of John Moxley's, uh, promo that he had in the episode? Do you remember? You know, to be honest with you, it didn't really stick with me. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been kind of thinking about it, and 
you know, it makes sense that he lost, considering, you know, his wife's going to have a baby, and he's probably going to be on leave for a while for that or whatever. Um, but, you know, I was kind of thinking they kind of protected John Moxley, you know, even though Kenny Omega won and he's champ, he cheated, you know, hitting with the mic. So that kind of protects John Moxley's character, you know. So AEW didn't really do that bad of a thing by having him lose the belt, but they kept him protected. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did protect him pretty well with that. Um, and they had him do the uh, the DDT or whatever that he does outside to Kenny. So he kind of, like, started it almost, so that way Kenny came back and whacked him with the mic, so it made sense. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if John Moxley comes back into the title picture or, you know, I bet, I'd almost like to bet that he's not going to do much wrestling until after his baby's born and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I, w- I would see that happening. Um, but to kind of segue off that, I was listening to uh, another wrestling podcast and they kind of made a comment that threw me off but then started making me think, do you, they said that they think that, and I'm sure this is false, they're just speculating, uh, that Cody and Brandy were faking their uh, pregnancy to have a feud with John Moxley. Really? That's what they said. I'm sure it's just a thought that they had, but I'm sure she is really pregnant, but... Yeah, you haven't seen her on TV, so... Yeah, no, not really. So, yeah, and she didn't have that match against that, uh, who was that? that Jade, was, yeah. No, yeah. She, so she's got to be pregnant. Yeah, I'm sure they're just speculating, but that would be an interesting feud coming forward. Yeah, but uh, Renee, she's not a wrestler, so, I mean. Um, yeah, but it could segue into a feud with just John and Cody, though, so I don't know. It could, but John would have to be highlighted as a main guy um, since Cody's not allowed to challenge for the AEW title. So, uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense and it kind of doesn't at the same time. Right. Because then you're bringing Moxley down. But then again, I mean, let's not say he comes down for a minute and then jumps back up to that, that picture. Yeah, for sure. So... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know either. Don't so, know. Uh, what else did you think about this week in wrestling? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I watched a little bit of um, WWE this week as well. Um, I see Goldberg making a run at the title again. Uh, I don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, the guy shouldn't be fighting for a title. I mean, Drew Mac if he loses to Drew McIntyre, or if Drew McIntyre loses to Goldberg, WWE has got major issues, and I don't want to watch the product anymore. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, I don't mind Goldberg coming back and wrestling, and if you want to highlight his matches or whatever, fine, whatever. But don't make it for the title. The guy is, how old's Goldberg? 40, mid-40s? He might be 50. I mean, yeah, he looks good. He looks like he's in good shape, but I, he's, he's, he doesn't wrestle full-time, so why is he wrestling for the title? That's yeah. ridiculous. That's why I kind of like um, AEW's system with the power rankings. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's scripted, but they're, they slowly build people to get them into the rankings right. where it makes sense if they're challenging for the yeah. title. You know, Brian Cage is on a tear right now, so he's going to challenge Darby Allen for a TNT title. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. Right, exactly. They just don't give people... I mean, they may ride it in, kind of what they did with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, but they had history. Right. So it kind of makes a little sense. They're not just going to say, oh, oh, we're going to bring in Kevin Nash and he's going to challenge Kenny Omega for the AEW title. That yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Right. I mean, it'd be essentially the same thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it. I don't like it. 
and I was mad when he beat the Fiend. That was dumb. That just ruins the whole Fiend character. Now, they've done a, a lot to bring him back, you know, with the Randy stuff and the Alexa Bliss. Yeah, you know what? I kind of missed uh, Raw for that. Yeah, I um, guess he set him on fire or whatever, and then Alexa Bliss dumped gas on herself the next time. Yeah, I saw all that, um, and I don't know what happened this week with Randy and Alexa and whatnot. Um they kind of touched base on it, and that was about it. So they they never showed Randy, like, setting Alexa on fire or anything like that. It cut out right before the match, like, burnt out pretty much that he that he lit or struck or whatever. Um, and then uh, with the Roman Reigns character and him destroying Kevin Owens pretty much, and then... With Adam Pierce, shout out to the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, For, former, 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 yep. I'm uh, one of his top fans, by the way. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, he's been making matches and whatnot. You've seen him on TV and whatnot, and uh, Roman's got a problem with that, and. Um, Last night they had a gauntlet match on SmackDown. And they put him into the gauntlet match. So um, it came down to Shinsuke and Adam Pearce at the end. And Roman Reigns came out. They beat up uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And then Us kicked uh, Adam Pearce. And then they had him cover uh, Shinsuke for the 1-2-3. So that means Adam Pearce is going to challenge... Roman Reigns for the title at Royal Rumble. So, you know, a part of me wants to see Adam Pearce just, like, beat Roman Reigns and become WWE champion. But he's been out of the ring for... Yeah, it probably won't happen. ...six years, so it's not going to happen. But, I mean, if they can put Goldberg in as world champion, why can't they put Adam Pearce in? Yeah, right. He's... He's been NWA world champion, so, I mean, why not? Yeah. Just throw him a bone. He probably doesn't want it. I mean, everybody asks him on on his social media, is like, when are you going to get back in the ring? We want to see you back in the ring. You need to challenge people for the titles and whatnot. He, he enjoys being a producer and teaching and coaching and all that stuff. Yeah. So he doesn't, he doesn't need to be in the ring, but it would just be nice to see. It'll be interesting, yeah. You know, WWE won't do this, but I'm not like a huge fan of the Universal title, and I wish that they would just combine it with the WWE title and just have one major champ, and then that guy flip-flops between both shows. Um, that's what I would like to see. You know, how about just create a new title? What do you mean? Just create a new title, like the the traveling show-to-show world champ. But then keep Universal and WWE? Sure. Uh, they've already got too many Maybe titles. Maybe just a Raw a Raw champion and a SmackDown champion. And then, like... But then that could... that could ju- You could just do that with the Intercontinental and the um, USA. You could, but they got a lot of uh, people... Yeah... I don't know. I mean, it makes sense that they have two major titles because they have two shows. Right. You know, and you when you have that many people, it just makes sense. But that's just what I hope because I don't like the Universal title. I think it's silly. I wish they'd bring back the big gold belt. Oh, sorry if there's a little uh, delay in the video or recording. Had a phone call again. So I owe everybody lots of beers now. <laughs> yep. But, uh... Yeah, no, it'll be, that's what I would like to see with the big gold belt, but uh, it'd be interesting to uh, to see how that match with Adam Pearce and Roman Reigns goes out during the Royal Rumble. But uh, speaking of the Royal Rumble, uh, what do you think? Who's your prediction to win the Royal Rumble? And what belt are they going to challenge for? Hmm. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? 
Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? You know, I don't know. Maybe Brock Lesnar will come back and just destroy everybody yeah, again. Maybe. You know, before Big E won the Intercontinental Championship, that was, was your pick? That was my pick. But now that he won, you know what would be interesting to uh, see one of the Usos win the Royal Rumble and then challenge Roman for the Universal. But I feel like they've already kind of done that. Yeah, they kind of already did that a little bit. I mean, um, is is there anybody who's injured who's going to come back? Or is there anybody who is going to move up from NXT? Or I heard that two people are moving from NXT to the main roster. Um, you know who, who could... Uh, Keith Lee. He could win the Royal Rumble. I mean, they've been trying to give him a push. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's very, very possible there that Keith Lee could have a good, really good showing in the Royal Rumble. Um, women wise, uh, uh I'm going to say that maybe Bailey. Yeah. She might win the Rumble. Either that or... I don't think Nia Jax will win the Royal Rumble. Um, Baszler, it's a possibility that Baszler might win, but Baszler and Nia have been a tag team, so I don't really see them splitting up the band. Yeah. What about Charlotte? Charlotte, she's tag team champs right now. So, But that's a possibility that she goes, and maybe she goes after the Raw belt. I mean, yeah. not the uh, the SmackDown belt, I'm sorry. From Sasha? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, Maybe they got somebody signed that they're going to bring in. Yeah. I guess AJ could win the Royal AJ Rumble. AJ could win the Royal Rumble. I mean, you got many options with the guys. Not so many with the girls. Yeah. I just... I, I haven't been really watching the product a whole lot to... Uh, being tuned on who they're going to make the big uh, big winner. Yeah. I mean, Randy Orton could be in contention, but I don't see him winning. No, he's got a good storyline with... Uh, um, um, Miz has got money in the bank, so he's not going to win. No. That'd be interesting if he won the Royal Rumble and then he won whatever title he challenged for and then he come in with the money in the bank and wins the other title. That could be interesting. That could be a good story. Yeah. Miz coming on with both belts and then unifying the, the title. Yeah, there you go. That We might be onto something here. Million dollar ideas. Full of them. Get it off our, our uh, three listener podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. Come on, we got all these ideas and we only got so many listeners? We blame Cody. Yeah. I blame Damien. Damien? Yeah. Okay, all right. He's sabotaging us. Sabotaging our our, our uh, podcast. And he's trying to keep us keep us at work. Right. Yeah. Won't let us spread our wings. Right. And then Cody's sabotaging us by not listening to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing the wealth. We we we're gonna have to start our own company. Yeah. We 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 just might. I mean, yesterday I was very very tempted to come off that top of that fourteen foot ladder. On a John? Uh, on top of John or <laughs> Cody or both of them or whatever. I mean, I could have probably done a moonsault, but I would have probably landed on my head or something. So <laughs> I don't think they would have caught me either. They would have probably just sidestepped and been like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should have just tipped it over and take workman's comp. You know, I was thinking about playing... Uh, um, uh, what is that earthquake test on the on top of the ladder there? Seeing if we uh we, we fell off together or something like that. Shake it, shake it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, right. Just fall over. We're landing in like a eight inches of snow that's covered in deer poop. <laughs> Pee. So I mean, <laughs> we'll yeah. be spitting out deer poop. <laughs> yeah, you missed it right before you got there. Cody and I are moving that ladder and. Uh, 
he says, geez, I think these deers are sick. They got diarrhea. <laughs> I said, yeah, they're eating too many bad berries. So <laughs> that wouldn't have been good, landing in deer diarrhea. Yeah, I mean, just rub Cody's face in it a little bit, you know. Yeah. but uh, he won't listen to the podcast. But that's what I'm rooting for right there. There's there's my pick. The Miz, and then uh, goes to WrestleMania and wins the title. And then he uh, comes out at the other title match and puts the money in the bank in and wins that too. I, I like that a lot. No, it sounds I good. I like that a lot. I like the Miz. He's good. Miz is always good on the mic. Yeah. He's good at entertainment. I think he's come a long way from where he started for sure. Yeah. So. Mike Mazanin. <laughs> yeah. His wife's from Canada, I think. Yeah, Maurice. Yeah. yeah. Oulette. Coulette or whatever, yeah. I think that's what her name is. Oulet or whatever. I, I, I like their show. I don't know if you ever saw, saw their show. It's funny that you say that because... Uh, my mom. Ashley watches it too? No, my oh. mom does. My mom watches their show. Okay. And that's my mom's ringtone is the Miz's entrance music. My mom watches it. My mom loves the Miz. Yeah? It's weird. Well, your mom's got good taste, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, uh, I like uh, Maurice's mom. She's always funny on that show. I've never seen the show. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe I should watch it. <laughs> she put a paddle boat in uh, the Mrs. Pool one time. <laughs> you know one of those pedal boats? Yeah, that... with the feet. Yep, yep. So that was funny. So. Hmm, maybe I'll have to get Ashley hooked on the show. So then she likes the Miz, so then we can watch wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's, uh, let's pause for the cause and give a shout-out to Dunkin' Donuts for uh, having, having, having breakfast. Uh, breakfast today. Um, and the... Uh, uh, the chocolate long johns are delicious. And uh, our special guest, Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, Mrs. Potato Head, shout out to her too. She's uh, been pretty silent. She's been a silent partner in this whole uh, podcast ordeal. Thanks to Julia for uh, loaning out uh, Mrs. Potato Head for the podcast. Um, if only the podcast had video audio, we would uh, show you the funny face that Mrs. Potato Head's looking at me. Yeah, with. Right. So. So let's pause for the cause, and we'll be back with you in a minute.
If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. Hot Hot tag tag out. out!